I'm horny, 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 horny for change. Well. 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 <laughs> Hello, horn dogs. Today, I feel like, has it been three weeks I've been leading people on that we're going to do this? Such a tease. It has, it's been years. It has, it's been a while, yeah. But if you're wondering who this third voice is... That's not Gina. That's not Emily. Who is it? Lorraine! Yeah, um, I'm Lorraine. I'm from Rare Design. Um, it's an online sex positive channel. Um, I started it because I sort of really wanted to make um, sex education just accessible to more people. Because um, I know that a lot of people haven't had the proper sex education in schools. Mm-hmm. Um, I know myself, I haven't. I never really had any sex education, not to my memory anyway, yeah. from schools. Um, so yeah. Nice. What, what was it like for you guys? It's wild. It's been a ride. So yeah. yours was non-existent as well. I mean, oh, my sex education. No, I never did. But I, I mean, my teachers were pretty um, open about it. But I mean, I'm still the person who was like had to kind of be shoved to be volunteered to do it. I think. Yeah. I think that's like the main thing in all of it. Like whether it's okay or not, it's always a random teacher mm. that gets stuck with it. Yeah. It's never like a sex education teacher. Yeah. Which it's just annoying though, but that just shows that people don't take it seriously. Yeah, it's not a dedicated sex teacher. It's literally like me being made to teach maths. It's the bare minimum, yeah. yeah. That would be a shit show. Yeah. And it's because they're, they're, they're not comfortable and it automatically makes you yeah. uncomfortable. And then you think sex is something to be uncomfortable about. Yeah, they're flustered. Yeah. Well, it's actually, yeah, it's awful. My sex ed teacher, shout out to any of the Assumption Girls listen, I literally need to do a sex podcast on my skill because it was mental. What was your school like though? Cause yeah, this is interesting though because you're, in Lorraine is Irish as well. Yeah. Um, mine, so I, I grew up in a very small village, so mm-hmm. the school I went to was really, really small, very close-minded, and it, the primary school that I went to, but there was literally nothing in mm-hmm. the primary school at all about it, nothing, and then secondary school, it was more of a, not a city, of, you know, Donegal, it's, mm-hmm. it's still very small, but it was, there was a lot more people, but again, there was still nothing, there was, mm-hmm. we had biology, but that was biology. <laughs> that was it. No, that's literally the same. <gasps> to be fair, it's not a far like I sex ed in primary school wasn't a thing for me. No. I, the big thing for my school because it was in Newcastle in northeast England. Yeah. STIs. They were yeah. the biggest. Um, that was the biggest. <laughs> Scare you. Yeah. Because I think there was at the time I was sixteen. There was a massive thing of um, super super gonorrhea or chlamydia. Yeah. Yeah. It was like really strong. So. <laughs> That's all you got. <laughs> That's literally the motivation because they were like, this is, yeah. Actually, warning to anyone in Edinburgh at the minute, there's a really, really serious strain of gonorrhea going around oh, no. at the minute. So be careful <laughs> on that topic interjection there. Um, it's always there. It's always lurking. My sex ed though was, we got the STI thing as well. We got a, a slideshow. Mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. really serious infections. Was it real life images? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Graphic. It was really, really graphic. Gross. Um, and we got um, we got taught like about relationships by a like a self proclaimed six year old virgin, um, because she used to be a nun. Mm. And right. The best relationship is with God. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> That's what she could say. Everyone. I loved her to be fair, but she, she wasn't the woman for the job. No. But she did actually, thinking back, she did a really, used a really good analogy to explain like sex drive. Mm-hmm. So she said, I went to an all girls school, obviously. Mm. No boys. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> That's actually a lie because there were boys in this last two years. We got some of them coming in, this and that just makes a disaster. Mm. Did they all of a sudden just mix it? Well, no. They 
because the school across the road didn't offer some of the classes, so some boys would come in. Oh, okay. So it was like, it was literally like meat being thrown in. <laughs> God, not those boys. Like, it was us all staring. Um, it, the whole girls' school, girls even at all girls' schools are mad. Mm. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. We used to be, because our school's on a hill, whores on the hill, all that, apparently, yeah. Whores on the hill? Yeah. Is that what you got called? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Own it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that just shows this accent I didn't cover it. No. Um, the STI slideshow didn't fit us off. But, um, get on us. She, this teacher though, said that um, girls are like gas stoves. Mm-hmm. And boys are like like electric cookers, so gas stoves. It takes a while to warm up, but it takes a while to cool down. Whereas electric cookers are on and off quite instantly when you're finished with it. Right. And she that was all right. Yeah, I like that. That's quite yeah. insightful. Yeah, but then it was also sex is a gift you give to your husband. So yeah, oh, I was waiting for that. The kid on the mold. Um. But onto the topic of today, I suppose. I'm Were so you ever taught about masturbation? No, never. No. When is the first time you? When was the first time you heard about masturbation? Realized what masturbation was? Mm. Because it's quite hard, I think, to differentiate between obviously children as children mm-hmm. like exploring their bodies yeah. like touching themselves it's obviously not masturbation because it's not sexual yeah but that is obviously still a thing but when did you realize that you know there was an opportunity to have like a sexual relationship with yourself mine's really disappointing i, I know the exact time it was after my first boyfriend had made me come and i was like Whoa! <laughs> that my awakening to someone else. Yeah. So big, big thanks to him. He knows who he is. <laughs> if you're listening, you know who you are. <laughs> no, but that's that's what that's why. So I always think I'm quite grateful for that. But then I'm like, I wonder how I would have stumbled across it otherwise. For mm. me, it was porn. I think mm. I engaged in masturbation, but I didn't really know that that's what it was. I'd never yeah. really put a label or a name to it until obviously you get a bit older and you start watching porn and you see mm-hmm. it taking place in porn. So, yeah, yeah, that's what it was for me, I think. Isn't it a bit mad, though, that it's actually difficult to pinpoint it? Yeah. Like, I struggle to pinpoint because I remember... I remember having an awareness that obviously my body felt good yeah exactly. but obviously I didn't connect it to any because yeah. obviously sexuality wasn't within me then yeah but I also remember do you remember when fingering was really big in high school yeah and everyone was fingering each other <laughs> and like that was it <laughs> that feels like it's a massive thing I feel like one person got fingered and everyone was like oh my god everyone's yeah. fingers yeah it's always, it's always only ever a few yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. fingering that, yeah. that period. <laughs> it came after the time when everyone was obsessed with kissing and would just kiss for hours. <laughs> Which check lips. Yes, love it. But in that, yeah, in the, the fingering fiasco period, yeah. I remember, you know, chatting. We used to, me and my friends used to have like the breakfast club in the morning and we'd come in and have a cup of tea. We'd all be chatting and we'd be like chatting about like, who's fingered who obviously and um then morning chat yeah god love the nuns and that's good <laughs> sounded over here and just like oh god bless them they did a great job delivering their message literally didn't they? <laughs> oh. I know, and i remember because we all knew obviously it's very common knowledge that like we boys just wank all the time they just mm-hmm. can't stop wanking got tea in my bed um and you, do you remember those discussions when it's like well have you ever like fingered yourself no no <laughs> well have you no uh, 
that's so weird i remember that kind of do you yeah really really clearly and just how that is you know it's so weird and it's funny because one of my friends who same age as me but was on like a trip during uni when obviously like me and my friends would talk about like masturbation and stuff Mm -hmm. so openly when it came to that point like a couple of years ago but she was saying that she was on a trip and there were younger girls there who were like 19 maybe Mm -hmm. they were northern irish and they were talking about how um you know talking about orgasms and how they really didn't know if they'd experienced them and stuff my boyfriends and my friend had said like do you do you masturbate like do you know how to do it yourself do you not feel and they were like that's so weird <laughs> and so she, we were talking about it she was like i i got such a shock because i was like you if you think it's like a younger mm. person thing to think that yeah but it's not mm. it's people who are having sex a lot and they think it's weird to have a relationship with their own body it's wild but you know what that's made me think of because i don't don't remember the with it with the concept of masturbation but putting fingers in a, your vagina my memory is when you know how there's tampons with applicators and there's tampons without applicators mm-hmm. yeah there was the disgust around the tampons without the applicators because mm-hmm. they were like ew they're putting their fingers in and you're bleeding and oh my god have you yeah. seen such and such has got those types of tampons yeah and it was like we were all like gross just putting the fingers up yeah. inside of it yeah and then that's so yeah spot on actually and then the tampons with applicators were considered more clean mm-hmm. and this is it and it yeah wow that's so interesting actually because mm-hmm. that's so true yeah and i even remember cause i think i was on holiday or something and there was no applicator tampons and i remember thinking like myself how the fuck do i do that <laughs> i must have been like 14 mm-hmm. but it's like that's so awful yeah so that's the first time i would have touched myself in a wow. non-sexual way because i i did i use applicators but the most the most i've got to know my own vagina mm-hmm. is since having a moon cup because mm-hmm. i'm literally like scooping around making yeah. sure there's no gaps and literally like in there yeah that do you know what i think mm-hmm. that's why it's so good and this is actually interesting that you brought this up because i've got my period again recently after i got my iud out so i haven't had a period for like almost a decade i've had like spotting and stuff but wow. I've, I've always just been able to kind of like free bleed because yep. it's never been mm-hmm. heavy but i've probably ruined loads of underwear but fuck it um, <laughs> <laughs> i love free bleeding that i'm like Mm. Not free bleed all over the place <laughs> um, but having period pants mm-hmm. has been so good because I was actually I was like do you know that you have to rinse out the cold blood yeah the, with mm. the blood with cold water and I was doing that and I was kind of like it's so fascinating seeing the blood coming out of them mm-hmm. and I was like I love that I've just like I'm so hands on with my period yeah I feel me in tune my body I feel I'm like I this is just how it's supposed to be. I yeah. think. And did you feel just dis- disgust when you first had done it without the applicator? No. Was it as bad as what? But you just I think it. yeah. Yeah, it was literally. It was more the thought and like the. It was more yeah. like the social idea of it being like yeah. ew, like and peers are kind of considered dirty, and it was like mm. oh, and you just kind of feel gross. But then I'm like. Mm. Yeah, I think maybe the first time I was like, ooh, I'm not sure what I'm doing. But it was more like the confusion of like, oh, is it, I'm not sure, like, is this right? And if it's, is it in far enough? And yeah. Like, oh. yeah. And then like seeing the blood, the blood is obviously blood. So you're like, oh, it's on my fingers. Yeah. But it's the not knowing, I think, as well. And again, it comes back to the education part of it. If it's something that we were taught in school, that it's okay to do it, then Literally. we wouldn't be feeling that way about yeah. our bodies. And it's, it's so much comes back to school and education for, for me anyway. Oh, 100%. Introducing touch at an earlier age. Yeah. And just being familiar. Yeah. Yeah, and saying the word vulva, like yeah. you can say the word arm or hand, it's, yeah. a, it's a part of your body. It's, it's not... Right. still getting used to saying the word vulva. Yeah. A lot, yeah, a lot of people are. It's such a nice word though. Yeah, so, so do I. It's I love such it. a beautiful yeah. word. Yeah interesting though because on this subject my somatics teacher mm-hmm. has a daughter and she was talking about raising 
her kids and like the different sex ed that she's given them because mm-hmm. she's obviously like I'm not letting this girl do it they're shy yeah um, <laughs> and she was saying she does like genital mapping with her daughter mm-hmm. like in front of her mirror legs open and like goes around pointing out various points wow, of her vulva amazing and then they do it with her vulva so they have like a vulva that's given birth kids and of all the that is like oh. kind of prepubescent and like seeing the changes and talking about what each part does yeah and i'm just like she was saying this and i got so emotional that's amazing because i'm just like amazing. she's that's so good though because now that girl is gonna spread the word yep mm-hmm. the accurate word because this is the thing kids talk and whether you like it or not they do so you may as well give them accurate information yeah because yeah. they will spread shit mm-hmm. and be like yeah pee comes out of your bum hole yeah. <laughs> and it's like guys no or pee, pee comes out <laughs> of like, your vagina yeah. <laughs> yeah. that is beautiful i want it it is yeah i grew up my children like that i know and it's so non-sexual mm-hmm. that's because and it's just like your body is just yours and you should know about it yeah and fe- imagine how empowered and powerful that she's going to feel growing into that as well. Yeah. Absolutely, because I think another level of this is boys are encouraged to wank and they go into sexual dynamics with all of this power because they're like, I've been watching porn. Mm. It's all about me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also that these girls maybe are kind of scared of porn, as porn is yeah. sometimes, and they're mm. like, oh, well, I don't really want to watch that. And they aren't encouraged to even get their hands on their body, even using, like, fucking tampons. Mm -hmm. So then when they go into situations where it's sexual, this boy has all of the knowledge about their body instead of them and Mm -hmm. meeting on an equal basis. Knowing about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, they're just being done to because they don't know what to do. Yeah. So it, like, it all ends up in that, like, weird power control Mm. situation so it's just like talk about it and I think like in an ideal world where would masturbation go on an education curriculum what age I remember having this conversation in the the RSE workshop thing oh really because I was like touch and like your actual body should be introduced from like primary school yeah. Like when touch starts to happen, they should be like, Oh, you're touching your vulva. Yeah. Nice. It doesn't have to be a sexual no, thing no, no. at that at that age because I think parents and a, a, a lot of people get scared when you say yeah. primary school age yeah. talking about self pleasure and all that. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be about that. It can literally just be what you said. Like just like touching, labelling, yeah. yeah. But also that's where safeguarding comes in because rather than don't do that, that's disgusting. Mm. So if it ever does happen in unsafe circumstances, yeah. they don't want to tell anyone because they're like oh that was disgusting yeah and be other shame so it's okay that might feel good but you have to do that when you're by yourself yeah yeah because that's a private thing mm-hmm. it's not for anyone else to do to you yeah yeah create the context of when it's, it's literally that, that's yeah. when it comes into like <laughs> responsibility like mm-hmm. you have a responsibility at a point to safeguard and that means having conversations that you probably didn't have yeah. yeah. But that you would have benefited from. Mm. <sighs> but anyway, <laughs> we asked on. <clears throat> sorry, I'm kind of recovering from the flu and my voice is going. Probably because of all I'm going to. <laughs> um, but we asked on our stories um, if you guys had any questions about masturbation because. I feel like there's loads on Instagram about it. Instagram's like made sex ed very trendy, but sometimes I just think that that really just scratched the surface and it's like, let's actually have conversations, yeah. ask questions, let's get more into it, which is why we love podcasts. <laughs> um, but Lorraine, do you want to go ahead with yeah. some questions um, you got on Rare you. Being Designed, by the way, if anyone wants to follow <laughs> That's a rare thing to say. R-A. They'll put it in the show notes, but 
Um, really good drawings, which she didn't actually mention in her intro. Oh uh, yeah, because for me, it's not about it's not about the drawings. It really is just about the educate you know the educational part to it. And but you do it so well through drawing. Yeah, through the raw. Thank you. No, no, <laughs> it's great. Also, you've got really shiny hair. Oh thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw it in the light. It's just glowing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The <laughs> um, I had a really good one come in yesterday. It was about um, using, not using fingers, um, oh. penetrative. So basically, this person just likes to externally masturbate rather than inserting fingers. Um, I thought that was a really interesting one because I, I think people don't realize that a lot of women involved owners don't actually like using their fingers as well there yeah. is a lot of people that it is completely normal first of all because that that was the main question um is it a normal thing but a lot of women involved owners don't like it so it completely is normal yeah. it's it's mm. about what you like yourself as a preference sort of thing as well so Absolutely. Um, i think as well it's like masturbation in people's heads looks like a certain thing yeah and yes. there's no other option so it's like yeah. you can masturbate by like rubbing your nipples or like yeah. massaging yes your foot. doesn't have to be yeah you don't have to get any kind of genital involved mm-hmm. you can just do that and you can feel really comfortable and then fall asleep within five minutes mm-hmm. yeah and not orgasm like there's so many other options and i think even as well things like moving your body in a different way yes is really interesting for like finding out different sensations because you know if you're lying there in the back and it's like you're just trying to do there's no that's the vision i think that's the vision everybody has yeah. mm-hmm. just must, lying in your bed rub, rub, rub. Yeah. <laughs> that's it it's done away you go it does but not have like, to be about that how can you move a wee bit and yeah. i think especially if you have like a vulva like try like grinding like i've seen um i haven't tried one yet but i've seen quite a few like grinding toys yeah coming out and they're like silicone different shapes and textures so you can like so it is very external focus if you like external stimulation yeah that probably about the street but it encourages movement which makes you just like experience Mm. it as a full body and not just a clitoris or not just a g-spot yeah so I think trying to do things like that, especially if you don't like to use your fingers and maybe you feel like you're running out of ideas sometimes and you're like, am I weird for not wanting to do that? You're yeah. not weird at all. But there's so many other like movements and ways you can externally stimulate yourself. Yeah. I can't believe a grinding toy is not already on the market. I now think that you've said it. It's, most, it's one of the simplest like, things. <laughs> <laughs> a pillow. Yeah, I'm literally. <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like even like using different closeness like materials on your body like if you are really sensitive with touch and like satin or mm, anything yeah. like that like play with textures and like grip them close and there's just so much to do even though it is like you can think of it as externally masturbating or using internal like toys or fingers like those are umbrella terms as well Mm. like play with so many different things yeah um but yeah it's completely normal and actually going on from that how do you guys masturbate what's your go-to i rarely put my thing use my fingers inside mm. just purely because my fingers hurt it's mm. tiring <laughs> and i'm like oh. do, you, do you use lube yeah lots no, of lube no, does she mean not lots of lube i mean like no yeah oh. Okay, I okay. do usually use lube, yeah. coconut oil is my preference. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, <laughs> but no, um, my like muscle, my okay. arm muscle hurts. Yeah, okay. It's not strong enough. Oh my yeah. god, no! And even like my wrist and like it's just uncomfortable. Like, like, usually I am. Um, I was thinking in my head I could probably mix up the positions because I'm the classic of like it's before bed and I just want to go to sleep but I can't sleep so. So you're in the evening. Always, yeah. Unless I'm hungover, and then I have a morning one. Like, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I hear that. I hear that. Me hangover is literally my best life, but yeah. What about you? <laughs> I'm I'm very similar actually. I'm more about external as well, but I I love toys, so I like to 
penetrate using toys and stuff for masturbation so mm-hmm. yeah it depends what what mood i'm in i like a bit of both yeah yeah i agree with the use of toys because that takes away the the strain of the arm yeah i'll just prop it up with something yeah and then i feel like we have spoken about glass dildos on instagram quite a lot yeah i love a glass dildo <laughs> Yeah. This, 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 <laughs> I was trying to think of when was that again? Yeah, I feel like that's just fine. Any of these, I'm like, yes, I love glass. They're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. I think this this year is the first time I've tried them, and the, the experience, you don't, I don't know, you don't expect it to be what it actually is. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Have you? No, you spoke, we've we spoke about glass dealers before, and I was like, I'm going to get one, but then I Google it, and I was like, fuck, they're expensive. <laughs> they don't sound. They're, they're better than what they sound yeah but I remember because you were saying you can do things with temperature like put them in the fridge yeah, or like kind of warm slightly and I was like okay I'm tempted but yeah I'm, I'm a tight bitch Love Honey do good ones for good prices as yeah. well I got mm. I got like a pack on there with two included in it and it was I think it was like £25 or something not an ad by the way that's not definitely not an ad mm. <laughs> yeah you can that's good to know I'm going to make a note mm-hmm. Love Honey Especially it's coming up to Christmas. Well. Hint, hint, moment. Yeah. <laughs> Santa. <laughs> or if you wait for the January sales, you they usually do a good January sales. Sure, they had some really good Black Friday stuff as well. Uh, Just saying. I feel like like it's news. News. <laughs> <laughs> you also it's next year for that night. <laughs> but yeah, glass glass dildos are great. Yeah, if you, if you haven't tried them, and definitely. Stunning. Yeah, you said you don't want to sexy. Like and I think. Things like, so we got a question as well about, I'd like to learn how to stop feeling so ashamed when masturbating, where do I start? Yeah. And I think, I was literally about to say, <laughs> if you just buy sex toys and like have them around your flat, mm-hmm. it kind of, it normalises it. It does. Yep, completely. Yeah, and I, 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 I would say follow... I'm not just saying that because we're we're yeah. sex positive accounts, but follow sex positive people on mm-hmm. on social media. Make it more of your everyday life, yeah. and it just becomes normal. You you start opening up, you start talking about it more, and it just becomes more normal, and yeah. you and you feel less shameful about it. Absolutely, because mm-hmm. it's like even if you don't have to feel as comfortable, obviously chatting about it at length, like we will. Yeah, over <laughs> hot chocolate. That's fine, <laughs> but it's you know you don't it doesn't mean that you ever have to get there and not everyone will you know it's not like there's goalposts and how comfortable you get but it's just you shouldn't have to deal with feeling shame Shame around Mm -hmm. it yeah when it's something that is just like your body's literally made to enjoy itself so it's like don't don't put pressure on yourself to you know have these conversations really publicly but also just a lot listen to other people doing it yeah I think that's such a good like tip because it's like you are a product of things that you consume 100% whether we like it or not yeah it's just hard work so if you're consuming and like actually just like putting effort and practice into it then it helps you to feel like I actually deserve this because this is also something that I say with my clients who are like victims of extreme sexual violence um and they you know talk about sex and how it's not for them and whatever and how then in a few weeks they'll talk about how maybe if they wanted to explore that they feel like you know it's closed off to them because of what someone else has done and i always say masturbation is the first place that you start yeah and the best way to get into it is what I describe is having like a healthy entitlement because I feel like this is how like I know that we touched on all of that shameful Catholic sex ed earlier but like that is how I was raised and I had a really open family thankfully but like we weren't talking about sex in like a serious way I was always joking and like it was funny but whenever I I've always been quite fascinated by sex so whenever I started consuming more thoughtful and sometimes political because mm. it ultimately is political yeah. sex positive content and books and things like that I started to realize fucking hell this is 
a joke, I should be able to enjoy my money and I'm actually entitled to that. So I am fueled by anger. Uh, but then that's helped me to develop like a, actually this is mine and I will enjoy it. So it's like that kind of leads me to feel empowered to reclaim it, if you know what I mean. Mm. So it's like you don't have to go in from it at like an angle where you're just trying to enjoy things. You can't go into it being like, I'm going to put effort into trying to do this because I deserve it. And it's all a fucking scam that I feel like I don't. Because that's definitely been my angle. Yeah. Mm. It's literally the more you know about what lies you've been fed that mean that you're not experiencing shame, the more pissed off you'll get. Yeah. And the more you'll actually get your back up and think, fuck this, I actually am yeah. going to enjoy and love my body. Yeah. For someone who feels shame, right? Yeah. So the first time they masturbate, they might feel really shameful. But then the more times they do it, mm-hmm. the more times they make it more familiar for themselves. Yeah. That'll slowly, slowly diminish the shame as well. Yeah, but you want to like kind of tread carefully because shame can be really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to be like don't want to traumatizing yeah. yourself and making the shame way more extreme mm-hmm. because you're going too quickly. Okay, I think it depends where the shame comes from as well. If, if did you grow up in a household that was really religious and it was a very mm-hmm. shameful thing to engage in that, mm-hmm. or is it just the shame that you get because of what you grew up with with society just it is a shameful thing society makes you feel like it is a a shameful thing sometimes it's a bit easier to come at if it's a different sort of angle so it it depends on where the shame is coming from as well so i would say try and try and figure that out figure out where it's coming from yeah yeah because that makes it easier to help it because as well you could even if you have shame because if you might you have bad body image then that's a different shame from like catholic guilt yeah yeah. So it's figuring out the differentiation means that you'll be able to kind of tailor what you consume yeah. based on what the shame is. Mm-hmm. But something that has kind of come up quite a lot through my therapy course that I'm doing, which is like sex therapy, is shame and desire and wanting to, you know, almost put a cap on the shame and pretend it's not there mm-hmm. but your erotic body is so intelligent that it will force that problem the to the surface. to the forefront yeah. to the surface yeah. and that might come out in like an extreme reaction and a really extreme fantasy mm-hmm. in um something that you think you really need but would actually be harmful if you did it so look at your fantasies as well because your fantasies tell you about shame as well and how your body is trying to make something painful or shameful into a positive experience it's very interesting yeah so it's analyze as much as you can or like contact a sex therapist Mm, yeah Call this them is like, hey. <laughs> also not in <laughs> yeah i think i'd have such an impatience because i was like i just want to be like i just want to get over it and i yeah. have this rush to be mm-hmm. like oh no everyone else especially if you were following sex positive pages i'd be like oh i just want to be at that place where i can enjoy it then yeah. one yeah yeah it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be about your genitals to begin with either like shame again it comes back to touch yourself in other areas touch your stomach touch your arms Mm -hmm. touch your nipples your breasts everything before you actually get to your genitals and again that's teaching you about self-love and loving yourself before you start exploring the other area that you feel the shame around literally make it as easy as possible for yourself you don't have to like buy a rampant rabbit and like yeah this is it try and go i've been putting pressure on myself especially so if i was i mean i'm just imagining if i was raised in a really non-sexual household and religious whatever or everything like hyper non-sexualized then getting out of it and then being exposed I would, I think I'd immediately be like, right, okay. <laughs> Dive in. Yeah. <laughs> but that maybe says more about me. But then I think I probably would get scared and just be like, feel really lost and not really sure. Yeah. But this is like, there's actually loads of resources out there to help. And just be patient. And also just try and make yourself 
and your erotic and sexual body and self feel seen because if you give it attention like erotic body can be through like movement and slow touch and then sexual body is obviously through you know more like sexually gratifying things but if you're able to sit with it and like see yourself experimenting Mm -hmm. then that satisfies that side of you so it's maybe going to stop the pressure yeah so it's like you need to with shame a lot of it is that you need to be seen and just mm-hmm. let it be seen yeah just like give it some tlc yeah but also be patient and just i wonder even like chat with friends and stuff obviously if you don't feel comfortable like find sex positive communities where maybe you can be anonymous or whatever or go to like stuff like the horny book club like we talk about sex all the time Mm. and it's it's literally a practice of being around it and being like this is this is normal this is okay yeah it's just i think my biggest tip though would be go slow yeah Yeah. patience because you don't want to like really not enjoy something and force yourself into it yeah go slow and be kind as well to yourself because i think you put you can put a lot of pressure on yourself like you said to try Mm. and go from not to 100 in you know a very short period of time and you don't need to do that it can be a really nice experience to just take it really slow with yourself almost better because you notice things that you like better you are giving yourself the time and also just a reminder it's actually really understandable that you feel shame Mm -hmm. it's sadly understandable so like you're not a freak for feeling shame we're all told to so it's not your fault either and also sorry that you feel shame but there's so many ways to stop it and enjoy your body and you'll be able to yeah Mm. i'm invested now i want to be part of that journey i know (laughs) i'm (laughs) telling you about it tomorrow yeah (laughs) attachment issues yeah um, we'll move into another one. Well, I suppose we kind of touched on it there. We'll be dive into the. I think we've both had the sex toys for beginners questions. Yes, mm. I would say beginners is always good to start externally with this. I think as well, clitoral stimulation toys for me are always really great. Yeah. Um, the Satisfier ones are also really good budget ones. Um, just go on the budget. Um, those are the clit suckers, are they? Yeah. Oh, I've not tried one of those. Unreal. There's so many on the market. There's literally so many. Yeah. They've created them before they created the, the grinding toys. Yeah. So it is quite wild. Yeah, it is, yeah. Clit suckers are unbelievable. Yes. I can't wait. And you can use them for other things. You can use them for your nipples and yeah. other parts of the body as well. So And they're also really they're good for the frenulum on a penis. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, this is great. Yeah, I don't know why I never... They're really good. They can't be intense though. <laughs> like I think the first time I, because it was kind of new thing. Like? like when you get a new toy, I'll show you. Like, when you get a new toy, you go to the highest setting. Yeah. No, when you're like <laughs> listening and kind of watching. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. I know what I'm dealing with. <laughs> but then it's like, okay, I didn't know what I was dealing with. I find it quite intense, but it's like sometimes as well putting it directly on my clitoris is way too much so i have the you know like the circular like where the suction comes out of yeah i'm really talking with my arms here i wish you could see it because maybe it work it always is but i am like (laughs) um but i like put it above my clitoris yeah so more like the opening of my vulva because Mm. obviously the clitoris extends throughout that but i find that i enjoy that more so if it's too much i'd say start maybe around your clitoris and then edge in and a low setting very low setting try it on your hand or somewhere else in the body first try go through all the settings and yeah but they're really fun in my head um (laughs) something like a plunger and it's like yeah (laughs) and then then you stand up and it stays on like hanging on like a fish Yeah, I imagine like a fish's mouth. <laughs> That's how I imagine it. That would be a really good comedy sketch. Thank you. <laughs> Write that down, put that in our book. I don't about. think it's worth writing down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's one of the money ideas. <laughs> Keep it in there. Um, yeah, I've not tried one, I have to try one. 
never put back. They are good. They I think the Satisfyer is the most common one on the market, um, but there is so many. There's so many, and there's so many brands. So I feel like there's been loads. Is the Womanizer one of the Satisfyers? Yeah, I've seen that one around because that is like Love Honey's big sale recently, wasn't it? Yeah. I just want to quickly Google and see what they look like in my mind. I should have brought a selection. It really should have. <laughs> Um, sex toys, I think, yeah, you're definitely right with the focusing on external. external. Yeah, to begin with. Like, a bullet vibrator is great. Yeah. And you'll use it forever. Yeah. That's where I start. And you can take it anywhere. It's small. It's not intimidating either because yeah. there's a lot of intimidating toys, like the oh magic wand. There's there's just so many and it can be intimidating when you're starting out that you can just say, right, I'm not going to do it because there's... Not yeah. Absolutely, and that's also normal to feel a bit overwhelmed because there's so much choice. But I think small, a nice soft silicone toy. Obviously, use water-based lube with it. By the way, and I think this is a thing. If you don't really use stuff, pile on loads of lube and mm. feel all the different sensations you get that. Yeah, because like the you use so much of lube. Yeah, I think as well. Um, what is the other one that I really I got and I love? Is it an external one? Yeah. What is that one? Oh, it's Gwen. So it's shaped like a cup that you can like cover like around your vulva. Okay. And it's like really soft, but it's really nice because you can keep it like just there, yeah. like and not even like open your vulva. Obviously, depending on what your vulva mm. looks like. <laughs> very clearly describing mine (laughs) 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 Um, so you can use it like externally on your entire like vulva and um labia instead of going into your inner labia Mm. so it can be like really soft and very non-intimidating um so i really like that one and it's funny because talking about penetration and stuff being intimidating do you know that sex scene? Not sex scene. That scene from Sex in the City. Oh, uh, no. I won't get this. Sorry. Well, Miranda buys a rampant rabbit. Yeah. I haven't seen Sex in the City, but oh, I, I think I've seen why it. I was like, oh. meme. <laughs> I grew up watching this, actually. This is why I am the way I am. Um, that was the Bonner Wives. Oh, I the more really, you know. Honestly, it's like, oh. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> you know, you can see him. That's my mom's like, yeah, that's why. Um, but she gets a rampant rabbit and like doesn't leave her house all weekend because she's like, yes, this is unreal. <laughs> Don't need to date anyone anymore. And then her friends like go around in stage intervention. And they're like, you need to put that toy away for a second and just come out. And it's very funny. But seeing that, I was like. Obviously, I have to buy a rabbit at some stage. Mm. Obviously. Yeah. And um, I finally got round to buying one. I'd say it was literally just over two years ago. It was around this time of year. Um, terrified. Even looking at it, I thought that's not they going all anywhere. Too so it was actually my first toy. That was my first really? toy. Was it? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, but I, I, I blame porn for that because I yeah, think it's yeah. it's a toy that's shown in porn so much. Yeah, it's so just right. like, that's the toy you have to try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it for a beginner. Definitely not. No. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> I still look at it in my drawer and I think, yeah. don't look at it in my eye. It's, you can stay there. There's an aggression to it, isn't there? There is. Yeah. And it's like the, the bit that so if you don't know what a rabbit is, it's like a dildo which moves, but it's also got like a little um, smaller arm on the front with two little like, like rabbit ears. Like yeah. yeah. Um, and they vibrate. So the idea is those are supposed to stimulate your clitoris and then obviously an internal vibrating dildo. Like the arm. Rotating. But, yeah, yeah. rotating. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good impression. <laughs> but I find so much pressure so my body was like not wanting to like open up for this so I was like trying to get this in me but being like these little arms that 
all I'm looking for is this clitoral stimulation, basically. Yeah. And they couldn't reach my clitoris. Yeah. Because I couldn't um, get this inside me far enough. So I was actually like, get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> so go easy on yourself. And just because you see something does it's not mean... Like, that could be the best way for a lot of people. But maybe it just looks good and poor. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a question about vibrators I've seen I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. The, the ones you're talking about where they've got, like, the arm and they've got that massive, like, massage a bit. Mm-hmm. That doesn't go in your vagina, does it? Is that the ears you're talking about? No, no, no. Let me show you a visual image and then we can okay. describe it. Yeah. Cause because some some are like G spot massagers, and then there's a bit for your clitoris. I don't understand how it fits in. It's you see some of them like you're saying. I think it might be like the they're made to to be able to reach your clitoris as yeah. well, but there's some that just don't. Like, <laughs> yeah. it just like, it just doesn't work. <laughs> and it's I think then if you're putting pressure on yourself, like as I was saying, I was putting pressure on myself to get this inside me. And my, my body is not going to respond well to that. No. It's like, absolutely not today. Yeah. No entry. Get out. Yeah. So just listen to that and, like, honour what your body's saying. If it's saying, fuck off, and fuck off. It's yeah. just kind of loads of photographic <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not surprised. What, what, what did you Why? Google <laughs> to get it to come up? Dildo with massage. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not what I wanted. I think I'm going to have to go on to, like, um, Do you know what would be good? What? Like a game of this, but Pictionary. This? And you have to draw different sets That would be good. These kinds. Oh, no, that's, that's the one. Oh, okay, cool. Because I was like, no. No, she has just shown, I, like, a, a lot of people do you think that, though. That yeah, they, they, I'm not surprised. Because I was always like, where is that? No, like, yeah. What wild. Yeah. No. It, it, they're amazing, but they are for external stick addiction. Okay, cool. Maybe I'll get one of those though, because then that'll be there. good for like if you've got a sore back or That's yes. what people say. Yeah. I haven't used one Neck. yet. It's on my list. They're great because they, they stimulate the inside from the outside as well. It, it's oh, really? it's really hard to explain, it's but it's just the surface area so big. it's so that's exactly what it is. It just Ooh. the orgasm is just completely different than just using just a solid suction. You literally just sold it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can get small really. ones as well, so the big ones look really intimidating. But you can get mini ones if you want to start small. Interesting. You sent me down a wormhole. <laughs> Love Honey's good for those as well. They're the good, good budget ones. That's cute. It's shaped like a rose. Yeah, that's a suction one. I don't think the suction ones look very nice. I highly recommend it. Not that I know what your vulva likes, but listen, I'll take my... There is there is different there is different ones as well with a little bit bigger heads and things. I feel like the rose looks hard to hold. Yeah, mine has like a little handle. It almost looks like a like a facial massager. Do you know those? Yeah, I've seen the rose. I haven't. I don't haven't tried it. Is it so? How does that work? Is it just the suction in the middle, or does the pedals move as well? Well, I think I don't know if it like moves out because I don't know how it would get without the pedals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get the visual. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that working? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, yeah. If you want to go penetration as well, I think the most kind of beginner friendly penetration thing is a goth builder. Because they're much slimmer. Yeah. Googling. And they're good with lube as well. They're really good with lube. Yeah. And they're more shaped for like internal parts rather than just like ram 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 yeah it's literally designed to like massage your g-spot yeah so and there's no vibration with them either so it allows you to sort of go at your own pace oh, yes as yes. well without the pressure of knowing what setting to to put it on that's yeah. such a good point because i remember when i got my first um actual dildo it was my first dildo and i was i was literally like this is actually overwhelming and i just used it without the vibration yeah that's the thing because it's like trying to like you really have to focus and try and to like get the vibration right and if the buttons are it can be really distracting oh no the vibration can be really distracting yeah here's a question toys that you have that are that vibrate and have different settings on them do you generally tend to use the same vibration setting or 
do you change it up? How often do you change it up? Mm, good question. Because <laughs> there's so many. Some some have 10 plus vibrating settings. And yeah. Does anyone yeah, actually ever use them? This is it. It's nice to have the it's nice to have a selection. Usually I go from the, the lowest and then usually the first few are like an increase in level of vibration. Yeah. But then I found one on one of mine, which is like this. <laughs> and I was like... And it's really exciting. Yeah. That was really good. So I, that, I was happy I found that one. Mine go from I either use like the third lowest, the highest, to that mm-hmm. one, the one that is edging like. Yeah. Because I like that, but I always go, I orgasm first. So I'm like, okay, I'm going yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that first, and then I play with edging. That's usually my go-to routine. Okay, interesting. That is that is actually very interesting because that's all. Yeah, I'm very um, results driven mm. as a person. <laughs> fair. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Should stick around and play with the after feeling because that's usually actually when I'd be more interested in internal. Yeah. It's after having warm up your body. Yeah. Exactly. Well, there you go. Do that. Then, do you know it's a good combo? What? So you want to go in with like Gwen first, external mm-hmm. vibrator, then warm yourself up a wee bit, and then glass dildo, feet, the clitoral suction one. Oh, I thought you meant glass dildo to the foot. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, why? How does that work? I was like, well, each what? their own. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's like a little cocktail. But, hmm. This is, I'm such a lazy little princess. That's a lot of hands being used. It's not once you get into a rhythm. Okay. I'll if, try it. If you try it once and you like it, it might be worth the effort. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Motivational. Yeah. <laughs> I think I need one of those ones which sticks somewhere. Oh, this, so yeah. Like there's such as well, just yeah. Like, oh, okay, my arms are free. Yeah. My arms. It feels like... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you just need to, like... Trying muscle up your arms. Need to exercise. Are you iron deficient? Oh, maybe. Well, could be or you maybe just need to masturbate more and then yeah. you're, you're no, to get used to it. Actually, it could be a lack of lack of using the muscles. So yeah, point point well made. And yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll take I'll take that on board. <laughs> Moving forward, don't blame the sex choice. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a favourite say? Um. Yeah, I generally tend to go for this the same one most of the time. I, when I get a new toy, I would play with all the settings. Yeah. But yeah, generally we go for the yeah, same favorite. one. Yeah. It's funny though, because I find when you're going through all the settings, you're almost not focused. You're like, yeah, do I like okay, this? Long. Let's move on. You're like, mm. <laughs> really fast. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's one. There's always one which is crazy. Yeah, and it's like there is, and it is like there's a time and place for that one though. You know what it is as well, right? Recently, I've discovered that when I'm really unsensitive, so usually it's like right after my period. Mm -hmm. That's when those settings are actually really good. Okay. Because the low ones, I'm like, I don't feel anything. And then I've found their place though now because I'm like, no, I need the one that's like, (laughs) but I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) fuck it, that's the way I get. Yeah, so that they've all got a time and place. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. Mm. Do you know what would actually be fun? Matching a sex story to like a different time in your cycle, mm. based on like mood, energy levels. Yeah. Blood flow. Mood, energy levels has a lot to do oh, with it as well. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I don't need to tell you that. Iron levels. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got one more question left. Um. <clears throat> I really like this one actually. How would you bring it up to a partner that you like to masturbate for yourself without them feeling like they aren't doing good enough for you? I think this one's just about communication. I can't, it's so it can be so tricky because again, it's that thing where you grow up and most likely both of you are conditioned to not talk about it. It's something you both do maybe separately mm-hmm. you don't want the other person knowing that you're doing it mm-hmm. and i think i think for penis owners as well it's just the same it's kind of like they're they're doing it in their own private sort of time and they don't really want you involved in it as well and mm-hmm. it's it's a secret thing for them to do as well so i think sometimes if you just communicate you'll find you have a lot of common ground mm-hmm. with it and 
yeah, the communication for me is the bit the biggest one. Absolutely, I think as well. It depends on you know. Do you actually want to talk to your partner about it? Because the thing is, like, you don't have to give someone all of this information about yourself. It doesn't matter if you've been married for thirty years. If you have a boundary where you're like, my masturbation and like my like self pleasure practice. I want to be mine mm-hmm. and like I do it it's literally just got nothing to do with you that's also fine yeah and this is the thing it's like if it is worth asking you know why do you maybe feel uncomfortable talking about it is it because of shame or is it just because that's a part of yourself that you want to hold on to because that's also healthy mm-hmm. so it's like you don't have to bring it up in a way where you have to like explain everything at great length it's just like it is a good conversation to have with a partner if it's like you know oh do you do you enjoy masturbating like even as well if you live with someone and you want to say like do you want me to give you space yeah it depends because it's like how can you be respective of someone else's situation yeah if you expect the same back so you can't be expecting something if you're not given it. Yeah. It's the thing. It's like what you said before about healthy entitlement, though. Mm. There's nothing wrong with wanting privacy and wanting to enjoy yourself for yourself. Yeah. Alec was literally talking about this one before before you came, because I was like, it's like having a bath. I like having a bath for myself. Yeah. I don't mind if someone joins me. Don't care who. Anyone's welcome. It's fine. But it does change change my bath. Yeah. Like it's not as a self indulgent when it's yeah. when it's when it's me it's more self indulgent and I love it and I'm like, ah oh, yeah, I deserve this. Yeah. But when yeah. someone's sharing it, it's like, oh, okay, well it's not the same anymore. But <laughs> this is the thing. You can join. Yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah. It's still good to have like open communication, but also like privacy does feel really nice and you can have privacy and open communication at the same time. Mm. So it's like finding that fine line, but also I can't tell from your question if your partner has maybe planted this seed in your head of why you would think they would feel like that or would you feel like that if you found out that they were masturbating Mm -hmm. and I think the thing is it can sometimes be an issue within a relationship if there's an unhealthy you know association with it so if you're compulsively watching porn to the extent where you don't have space for intimacy with your partner anymore then that's not healthy and Mm. it's not good and it's negatively impacting your life. But if you like to wake up, maybe you work from home, they leave, Mm. you wake up and you have a wank, ground. Literally, who cares? Yeah, no, doesn't ever need to be spoken about again. Like, you don't have to be like, I had a wank when you entered. I'm so sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. It's just like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I think this is the thing, it's, if you want to talk about it that's grand but also what do you want to talk about like do you do you want to involve them more in it or do you just want them to know that this is an important thing for you because you can do both and if you're still you know giving them time to share desire with them and have them share their desire with you then no one should be feeling left on if anything yeah and if someone's feeling pressured by a partner that they should be sharing yeah like oh tell me did you have a wank today yeah Yeah. if someone's making you feel bad about it then just say are you intentionally trying to make me feel bad about this and why yeah because i want to be protective of that because it's actually a really good part of my relationship to myself and it's that can be really difficult to say but it's just kind of recognize are they putting anything bad on you are you putting something bad on yourself by like negative associations um just kind of think about that because like i was saying to you before gina i had um i was in a long distance relationship and i had a partner who would say that 
they wanted to like know everything about when I masturbated and when I did this and to what and all of this kind of stuff because we had to stay like the entire time because you know obviously we weren't having like regular sex yeah and I was like no that's none of your business it's like that is mine yeah Mm -hmm. and it's like notice when you should stand your ground because something is overstepping and notice when it's an opportunity to share and bond because there's going to be different levels of communication but just a good kind of thing to recognize is how do they react if you talk about it if they are like shaming you or saying why would you need to do that then you know say I'm not going to take your views on that as mine because it's yours and I will keep this as mine and that's a boundary that you create but if it's like exciting to talk about it and Mm, you know you build respect and you want to give each other that extra time to be like because it can impact your sex life positively as well if someone is if you've given someone time to like get in touch with their body and really like feel like juicy in their desire Mm -hmm. they're gonna be fucking sexed up yeah and they're gonna want to come back and use all their inspo with you in a lovely space so it's like talk about the benefits that it could have for your relationship and if maybe a partner is feeling a bit stunted by it you know if they're obviously not being overbearing you can be sensitive and say well how about we explore it and you mutually masturbate and you kind of use it to like see each other and see how you know it actually is such an important thing for you to do and I think maybe sometimes like mutual masturbation is so intense and so vulnerable and giving them the space to see you doing that can maybe open a new door to them being like okay that actually is something that I need to respect mm. um, and mutual masturbation as well if you're nervous about that kind of thing I was so shy the first time I masturbated in front of someone I yeah. was like oh I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to start yeah. the <laughs> show, show <laughs> please take your seat <laughs> yeah it's, it's a lot and I think like you're not really intensely seen yeah. in like years it is a, a lot yeah it's so true it's intensely being seen very good words but it's like it's a there's a lot of respect that goes into that and I think it's a naturally sensitive thing as well like people do treat that with respect mm-hmm. because they if they're doing it as well you're on the same bloody like level playing field mm-hmm. so you will be cautious but also you can like use blindfolds and stuff true so pretend they're not there yeah and then keep the lights off as well yeah that's a good one and like talk through it or say what you like that kind of thing yeah there's loads of options but the main thing for that is a partner shouldn't feel like they aren't doing enough for you if you must are we on are you in a relationship yeah mm. you are I am do we all master it yes yeah. a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we talk about it yeah <laughs> <laughs> But I think from from the 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 male person or the the penis owner's perspective, it, it is also just trying to understand that it is a, it can be a societal thing as well that he's grown up with, mm-hmm. and that he, it, for him it may seem weird that that a woman or a woman wants to masturbate because mm-hmm. that's point. what he's been used to growing up with, and it's just not normal for him. So it can take a bit of time for him to understand that as well. Yeah. So it's just bearing that in mind too. It's literally like people with penises are told that their penis literally holds it's like the master yeah, key the God, mm-hmm. yeah. to everything and it's like your penis is great but this is also great yeah the vulva is also great too this is a, yeah exactly and also it's this kind of like funny human beings are just so singular I think because it's like if I said the way I said Lorraine has really shiny hair yeah. It doesn't mean that I don't think you've... And, but people like to think in that way. Oh. When it's like, oh, well, if you say that, then you can't mean it this way. But it's like, you know, those two things can coexist mm. very well and they can actually impact each other really nicely. But it's... Mm. Yeah, it's... Do you know the way on social media when people fight about, like, 
a social justice issue but they didn't mention this other social justice issue yeah and people think oh then you you yeah you don't this. care about this it's yeah. like no that it doesn't you need to be able to like challenge your mind to like be to be open to loads of different things that happen all the time yeah oh. strong 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 <laughs> discussion that was one of my favorites i loved it your masturbation <laughs> Fun, isn't it? I could literally talk about it all day. Was there any more questions? No, I think that was. Have you got any more? Um, I think that was it. Just um, let's see those that Bible. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we talked about a lot of stuff because I sort of wanted to finish on the fact about not lying still and moving mm. and that vision of it doesn't have to be the this one sort of lying down and that's it sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but that was all the questions we had. I've got it. Yeah. Send more. Send I know. More. I think this discussion maybe it brings up more questions. You can always submit them through the anonymous link, which is in Horny for Changes link tree, and we'll get the rain back for the occasion. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. I'd love Absolutely. to come back. <laughs> it was it's so nice. Yeah. I think yeah. as well, it's so like three gals talking about wanking yeah it's just really nice isn't it it's just how you want to spend your evening yeah isn't it it's opening the conversation and again it's normalizing it and it's taking the shame away from it as yeah well. so. i could scream i really want to go buy one of those clits suckers they are good i can't even imagine the sensation <laughs> they're a dynamic duo <laughs> dead i can't wait Oh we'll have to do a review. I know. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah It'll just be me going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <No> words. <laughs> well, thank you for submitting your questions. And I'm going to link Lorraine's profile in the, in the description and the anonymous question link if you want to ask anything else. And also, exciting news there will be, if you have a vulva, there will be a, a very exciting grip, certainly, and you can get rid of that shame, which we were talking about. I'm not going to say anything else, but Ooh. talk about edge. What could it be? What could it be? Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Lorraine. <laughs>